The Gentle Art of Quilting by Clara B. Miller Article in Good Housekeeping Magazine, August 1896 Coffee Break Collection 28 Hobbies This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rita Boutros The Gentle Art of Quilting Coverlets whose perfect white showed like an April daisy on the grass. The silk and velvet confections, with their ruffles of lace and linings of satin, are the evolutionized quilts of our grandmothers. Just as the gilded and upholstered chair of today stands for the splint bottom of colonial days, in the rural districts, patchwork still beguiles the leisure hours of the good housewife and her daughters, and such terms as the rising star, fence row, rose of Sharon, suggest different geometrical designs of colored calicoes on a white ground. Many old ladies take pleasure in piecing quilts of fine woolen and silk for the beds of their grandchildren and they delight to look over the quilts that they have pieced when their eyes were bright and they need not call on the little ones to thread grandma's needle. Listening to their aged prattle that has grown strangely childlike, we hear of dames and damsels who once wore the frocks like the pieces in the quilts, and if one is sufficiently interested to lead the dear old ladies on, sometimes a choice bit of romance is unfolded with the quilts, told in the speaker's quaint style which vividly recalls those days of long ago when hope was young in hearts long since turned to dust as grandmother smooths her wrinkled fingers over the faded and worn patchwork made before she was married many tender memories and affections come to her mind the faded patchwork is to her what the faded roses the package of letters tied with blue ribbon love's own color is to the belle of to-day it leads to the dreamland of might have been. I recollect as a child seeing a young lady busily sewing away, piecing quilt after quilt. I wondered why, like Oliver Twist, she was always wanting more, when her mother had all that was needed. But it was whispered to me that she was going to be married, and the quilts were a part of her setting out. In the good old days we hear so much about, the more quilts, the finer the quilting, and the smaller the pieces, the more capable the girl. In regard to the art exhibited in the form and color combinations of the quilts of the past, there cannot much be said that is favorable. Some combine colors in the sharpest contrast, red and green, blue and yellow. Whether it is that our ancestors lacked an artistic taste, it is hard to say, but certainly they did not show it in their quilts. There is something attractive to every true woman at some time in her life about making quilts. It may be the tufted comfortables of cheesecloth, which are so pretty and so quickly made, or one for the baby's crib of dainty bits of silk, lined with silk of a solid shade or the combinations of woolen fabric that, in their rich coloring, reminds one of autumn leaves. The fancy may not strike her until she becomes a grandmother, old and infirm. The hours are a task to get through, 
but with her work-basket by her side, filled to overflowing with scraps, she passes away the time with her quilt-blocks, and feels she is yet of some use in this workaday world of ours. Quilt-making of the most practical kind is to a great extent confined to the wives and daughters of the rural districts. The work enters into their social life, to the extent that when the quilt is ready to be quilted, the young women of the neighborhood are invited to spend the day, and their nimble fingers keep busy as their tongues as they ply the small stitches with speed and neatness. A good dinner is prepared to refresh the busy ones, and at night the bows appear in time for supper and to take the quilt out of the frame. A social time, sometimes a dance, follows. One good mother has a coverlet in white and navy blue, which she values very highly because her mother wove it. The woof is of woolen and the warp of cotton. A hand loom was used, and it is a marvel how she managed to make the design so perfect. The right and wrong side show up differently, like an ingrained carpet, but both are pretty. I recall some other coverlets woven in red and white and red and blue, which were marvels of skill, made by the same hands long since turned to dust. The coverlets have also outlived their usefulness, but are preserved for old association's sake and as examples of homemade weaving. End of The Gentle Art of Quilting